Hey, it's Griffin. Real quick before we get to the episode, because we forgot to mention it, uh, we have some new live shows to announce that we are going to be doing at the end of November. Uh, we are going to be playing here in Austin, Texas at the Moody Theater uh, on November 27th. We are doing Mabim Bam. And then on the 28th, uh, we're doing the Adventure Zone here in Austin. Uh, and then for the first time ever, we are going to Denver on November the 29th at the uh, Temple Hoyne Buell Theater. Um, and we're doing Mabim Bam there. So uh, Austin, the 27th, doing Mabim. Bam, 28th, Adventure Zone, and then off to Denver for one more Bam Bam on the 29th. Uh, and yeah, we're very, very excited. Well, I'm excited that I don't have to travel for most of those shows, but I'm excited to get back up to Colorado. Um, so tickets for this are going to be on sale for the public uh, on Friday, September 14th at 10 a.m. local time. Uh, to to where the venues are, uh, but we are also doing a fan presale for tickets for these shows, uh, which is going to be Wednesday, September the twelfth at at ten a.m. local time to uh, Thursday, September the thirteenth at ten local. Uh, and in order to access that presale, uh, which runs Wednesday through through Thursday, you have to enter a password. The password is my brother, all one word, all caps. Uh, you type that in, you'll get some early access to uh, a batch of the tickets for all those shows. So uh, that's that's it in November, Austin, Denver. Uh, we're going to tweet out links to to all the ticket sales for uh, for the different venues. So keep an eye on our social media channels if you want it. Uh, again, they go on sale to the public on Friday. There's a pre-sale uh, Wednesday and, and Thursday if you use my brother. Okay, that's it. Here's the show. The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to my brother, my brother, me, and advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, uh, Travis McElroy. I'm your sweet baby brother in 30... 30- <laughs> Oh, he got me! Oh, oh no. shoot! Oh, oh shoot! Oh, oh Griffin, blood and guts Frick. are everywhere. Oh, b- oh, oh bang, he frickin'. got me. Shoot. The, the Predator got me. It's The Predator Watch 2018. Griffin, can I ask you a question? Did you see it coming? Um, I did not. I uh, mm. I did. I had on the thermal goggles that I can use to see the predator when he comes towards me. Um, but the problem is he had just went to the Cold Stone Creamery and had a mm. gotta have it. Gotta have it. Gotta need it. And he cooled his body way down. So he was he was essentially invisible in every respect. And then he got me with his arm swords and he got me from just from butt to cheek. But to like head cheek, and he cut me, cut me all the way open, half wise, dancing cheek to Fal- cheek. Yep, yep, folks. As you've almost certainly guessed, we got a predator watch on our hands. After thinking that the predator was gone, he's back yep. on this one, and he is not pleased. Okay, let's sure. put it that way. Um, he is not excited. Uh, take it from me, you are gonna want to catch this predator. Oh yes. <laughs> Folks, the Predator is not happy. He has been out of the game for a while, but he is back. 
in uh, full force in The Predator, a 2018 film coming out this year. Yes. I believe. Uh, star Now, uh, Griffin, a lot of people are buzzing sure. about, about Glover. Glover. This new Predator stars a gentleman whose name is Boyd Holbrook, and he looks like a, you know, tall glass of water. And he will be mm-hmm. playing sort of the... Uh, predator. The, uh, no, no, he's the predator. Predator, the one who pred- predates the predator, and he, but he's playing sort of the Arnold archetype. Uh huh. The the predator progenitor. The, yeah. No. The that's predator not, hunter. Like, still the wrong. The predator consumer. The one who gets the predator, and this role <laughs> one, in Predator Two. The predator. The, this role in Predator Two is filled by Danny Glover and or Gary Busey, depending on how you looked at it. And obviously, Predator One, you had Arnold Schwarzenegger and just a whole lot of just sort of thick armed gentlemen in that one. The Predators is important to point out. Cast the sort of thick armed gentleman role as Adrian Brody, which it's, it still seems that's where we're going, huh? That, that's where we're going. Just huh? gonna go ahead and get him in the mix, huh? Great, great, talented. Talented, great and talented. Arms? Did he did he beef up a lot for that? No, I mean you could still fit about nine Adrian Brody arms comfortably inside of one of Arnold's gloves. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, here's two real names of characters in the Predator. Quinn McKenna mm-hmm. and Nebraska Williams. Oh, I like that. Good. So Very good. I like here's that. some more here's some more names of characters. Casey Brackett, Traeger. Baxley, Lynch, Nittles, Keys, Dupree, Sapir, Coyle. They're just, just a lot of them like that. I've never seen any Predator movies. Mm, seems like a good mm. one to start out with is The Predators. Yeah, The Predators. I mean, I know. Is The Predators, that sounds like a sitcom starring Predators. That would be so funny. <laughs> oh, like the Geico Cavemen, but with invisible like alien Geico guys. Cavemen. They did Predator, mm. good. Predator 2, love it. Predators, I don't know. Where are we at? You've kind of lost me. It's been 20 years. Predators, okay. And then this one is The Predator. So I guess a lot of the Predators were like, that's probably enough for us. We're going to go. And then one Predator was like, I'm going to kick it mm-hmm. and just kind of see where this all goes. Well, so the next and, one's going to be they, just- they actually snuck it out so that people wouldn't steal the film um, by calling it A Predator. And people were like, well, I don't want to just see A Predator. I don't want to see A Predator. I want to see- some predators, the next sequel, and this one's gonna come out. This a one, few predators. and in this one, they're gonna go back to they're actually gonna get Adam Brody in this one, and he's gonna be very sort of sardonic to the predator who will spit its acid at him. Oh my god, can you guys imagine what if they crossed <laughs> predators with the predator? And I think they'd call it The Predators, and I think it might go a little something like this. There's not going to be an end to this joke. There is not going to be a middle to this joke. Glomgore, I'm home. I don't okay. know what like predator naming conventions are. No, Glomgore is maybe more or less it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't they give the predator a name? I mean, most of the one is like this one has dogs. This one has two swords, and that's kind of sort. Of, this one is bigger than the other one, and sort of tears it, tears its head out. This one has a bad credit score. Anyway, the Predator, right? We're all very excited. I feel like this is the first one where you guys really aren't fucking excited about. I don't have know never. About the here's what yeah. I know. Here's what I know. They got uh, masks, and underneath their masks are faces that look just like their masks. But you know, now that I'm thinking about it, that is generally how masks work. Like and, if I if I take that, off a mask, it's generally human shaped. 
Isn't that true for all of us, though? Oh, that's so deep. I know mm. that they can turn invisible, they can see heat, and so you put mud on yourself, and that both is going to protect you from the predators, and also it's going to soften your skin up real good. Um, they have, I think, lasers and swords. They hate aliens. They're Travis. No, you they know, let... for, you know, for someone who's never seen these films. Are you trying to hustle me in somehow? Are you about nope. to like bet that you don't know about the Predator, but then you've seen all the movies a million times and you're actually about to take all my lunch money? No, Griffin, I've just watched TV ever. Okay. And so I, I love... I've seen the references. I love the Predator. Okay. <laughs> this film I am wild about, and Griffin's right, I haven't been letting my enthusiasm show through. That's the problem with the 2018 ironic detachment. I'm wild about the Predator. Yeah. Uh, the movie, I saw the first one when I was too young to see it. Like everybody who saw the first Predator movie, was too young to watch None it. of us were ready. Got, got a little spooked. We were all a little bit young to be seeing this one. Trav, here's the story with this guy. He okay. is not uh, angry at us. He's not disappointed in us. Uh -huh. He's just above us. And so he hunts us like the dogs we are. Wow. Predator. The Predator is the first one where... We deserve it. And I think that we all should welcome the Predator and say, You're, we get it. Wait, is the <laughs> we, Predator the hero of the movie? It's, if you, it depends on one, how you look at it. You got to say, in, Predator, you take a turn. In this one, the Predator is the hero. <laughs> he is finally standing up to humanity right? in a way that no one else has the guts to. He's finally putting us in our place. Well, think about how many movies there have been where human beings like eat a burger or have a steak or whatever, and we're all fine with that. So why do we have such a problem with the Predator hunting mm -hmm. us? You know what I mean? We're hunting oh. cows. Can I tell you what happens at the end of Predator 2? Of course you can, Because Justin. it's like one of my favorite, it's one of my favorite things. <laughs> so at the, Predator 2 is about Danny Glover being hunted by Predator, uh -huh. right? And Danny Glover turns the table and manages to kill, <laughs> to kill the Predator, right? And then other Predators show up and they're like, oh shit, nice. And they give Danny Glover an old gun. <laughs> Because he did such Wait, a good what? job. Yeah. They give Danny Glover an old gun because he did such a good job. And uh that that's that's it. Now um, and he technically becomes a predator. They're saying, like, now you are a predator. And what's great about that movie is they really wanted Danny to be like in it. So they didn't um tell him it was a movie. So when oh, they shit. shot that scene, yeah, Danny Glover got really scared, but he was like, no, I'm going to fucking fight back. And they just like recorded it and let the camera roll. Um, it was very real and very visceral. And he killed the actor playing the predator. Mm -hmm. And then the other predators came in. And we're like, you're the predator now. And so now like Danny Glover, he'll show up to set on like Angels in the Outfield and be like, how you doing? And he's like, pretty good. You know, just keeping an eye out for predator work because uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm not the predator, but I am a predator. And so I will shoot all the aliens I see. I hate them so much. I didn't finish my story. Okay. The gun that Danny Glover is given by a predator was given to that predator 300 years ago by a pirate. Wait. Because the, yes, that's right. This old, old predator uh -huh. made a pirate friend. The pirate friend gave the predator a gun and then the, Predator was so impressed with Danny Glover that he gave him his old pirate gun. Okay, wait, what? <laughs> that is not addressed in the film whatsoever. It's handled in the backstory of the comics, but it's true and amazing. So Jack Sparrow gave this Predator Thank a you. gun. 
That's it. Whoa! Uh, I know. Let's get into uh, let's get into the advice. I think we're ready for it, and I think we've all earned it. My boyfriend likes to buy old, empty wooden boxes and containers from a thrift store occasionally, and the other day I saw he had a new one. I picked it up to look at it, and with a panel click on his face, he said, "Wait, there's weird stuff in there." Hmm. So obviously, I immediately opened it to find thirty or forty. Little rubber replacement earbuds. While this is an excessive number of earbuds, I wouldn't have thought that was weird. However, he legit panicked and told me it was weird. So I don't know. Help me, brothers. Is this objectively weird? Why did he panic? Should I be concerned about his apparent earbud hoarding? What could he possibly even use them for? I asked what he ha- why he had them, and he said, I don't know. There's a lot of options here, and it's going to be hard for us to fill in the blanks. He could have thought that they were little synthetic nipples, maybe, or he could have, maybe he eats these damn things. He definitely eats them. He definitely just pops them in as he he takes, he scoops them up in a little Ziploc bag, and he'll go see the predator at the theater, and they'll be like, snow cups, popcorn? And he's like, (laughs) no, I'm sneaking in some, uh uh-oh, and they search him, they're like, all you've got is this little bag of earbuds, and he says, well, I'm not going to eat those. He does, though. Then he cone heads out and he eats them up. Mmm. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, it's also possible that, like, right next to that box was his box full of, like, I don't know, teeth that he's found in the world or something. Mm. Or, like, because he, like, tooth fairies teeth away. And, like, he thought you were reaching for that box. And he was like, oh, the rubber ears. Yeah, that's weird. (laughs) Ha ha ha. And then, like, that box on the other side of that box was like, I don't know, magical yeah. stones that he's made. He, he thought it was his tooth haver box mm-hmm. where he ha- where he has all the teeth that he gets. I would love it if you were like, hey, wait, hold on, wait, give that a shake. Okay, no, that's not the, I thought that was the tooth box. That one's You're cool, fine. that go one's cool. It. That one's fine, actually, go ahead and open it. This one's kind of squishing around. Uh, yeah, don't, don't open that one. Is it wet? Is that box wet? Nope, then you can open sesame. Go for it. Let's uh, give out a quick whiff. Hey, hold on. Give that a quick whiff. Do you know what a bunch of teeth smell like? <laughs> you do? Check that. No? It's not teeth then. Why would you say that? Why would you think why, it was why teeth? Why would you bring up teeth? Why do you keep, why do you keep talking about teeth? Hey, like, I'm not the one. To, you're the one asking me about teeth now. So, like, you brought up teeth. I'm pretty sure. Let the record show. Yeah. So, like, maybe you're the one obsessed with teeth. Uh huh. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's rewind the tape and look at it. What are you talking about? Oh, well, that's my box of tapes that I collect that's over there. My box of tapes. I mean, you have not been lied to in this scenario. They asked if it's a, a like it is a weird thing. It's weird. It's weird enough that you wrote into us about it. You brought it on our desk, so it is weird. And you did ask them why they have it, and they said they don't know, which (laughs) seems like another fair, non-lie answer. They don't know. They just kept them, because you never know. I mean, that that does seem like something that you might have a utility for at some point. Hold on, J-Man, because I was just sitting here thinking about, I don't think you accidentally collect 30 or 40, because that means that, at the very least, you have bought 15 like sets of like earbuds and kept yeah. the replacements from them. Well, and that just seems excessive. Those those have got to go somewhere because you buy a pair of earbuds at the airport or whatever. 
Um, and the first thing you do is you throw those extra ear jellies away. Cause have you, away, has anyone yes. ever, has anyone ever been like, Oh no, my ear jelly fell off. Good thing. I've got this replacement ear jelly to just slop right on there. No, or nobody nobody's those. ever done that. Even if it doesn't fit in your ear and there's other sized ear jellies, it's like, that seems like a lot of work. I don't, you know, I'm not at the genius bar. That's it. I think in this scenario, your boyfriend has a fear that one day they will wake up and their ears will have shrunk. Uh, and they yeah. will need all they need, will need to replace all of their earbuds with these smaller ones. And they don't want to tell you that because listen, the chances of that happening are one in a hundred. So like, yeah, it's like you don't really need to worry about it. But like one day you might wake up and your ears will be slightly smaller. That was and whimsical as fuck, Trav. Really? I feel like I'm on a I feel like I'm on a rolled doll story, dog. Fuck, dude, yeah. sick. Here's a Yahoo. It's from level 9,000. Yeah, Drew, Drew, Drew Davenport. Thank you. It's an anonymous Yahoo Answers user. Um, so I'm going to call them. Um, Plavis asks, the owner yelled at me? I went, mm. to, I went to a takeaway pizza place, and as I was going in, a seagull followed me into the place when I opened the door <laughs> to look at it. When the seagull flew into the kitchen, the manager burst out yelling at me, saying I had done something wrong. There were no signs, so I don't think I did anything wrong. I didn't get to order. Why would he yell at me? Did you hold the door open for the bird? Uh, this is this is this is the mystery I think we need to solve maybe before we go in any further. I opened up the door to when I was going into the place, I opened the door to look at it. Look at the pizza place or look at the bird. And then and then this asker says there were no signs. Did you did you so you're saying you had the conscious thought of I'm gonna let this seagull right the fuck mm -hmm. into this restaurant, but because there's no sign saying, Hey, no no big wild ocean birds in here. This is very much like an airbud scenario of like, well, there's no rules against it. So mm -hmm. I how much guess do it's we okay. need to, how much do we need to communicate to people about what is it? Can't we just have a big just a big sign on life that says, hey, don't let birds in here. Or like just wild animals in general. Like, <sighs> you know, no animal can come in here. Wherever here is, you probably can't let an a animal in there. Like, period. I do want to specify wild animal because if somebody wants to bring in like their cool pet, like boa constrictor. Yeah. You know, or like. I'd love to see that thing. I'm wild about that. Yeah. Thing. I mean, or like a service animal. I guess that's Man, cool we too, all like, want to see. We all want to see Toby's big boa constrictor, but he doesn't yeah. bring him around except at parties and picnics. Well, because the boa constrictor doesn't like pizza. Because it can't. It does. They like, like, like ball shaped stuff that they can eat, you know? Mm. So they love calzones or just like mm -hmm. a ball of dough. But you know, old man Pizza Tony won't give him a ball of dough because he hates aminals. Yeah. Uh, don't let, I don't think we should let seagulls in it. I, I tell you, what do you guys hate more, birds or mice? Birds. Mice. All right, well, I'll have to hate them equally. It's Just very rare that I have to worry about a mouse hitting me in the face. Sure, I let's 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 sympathize though for a second because what happens if you do walk into the pizza place you do let just a huge fucking seal and some of these some of these birds guys they get big, big. awfully big and so they get into the pizza place and they're scooping up pepperoni rolls and garlic knots and just like mouthing them down in one one go and the manager gets mad at you and starts yelling at you and it's like hey this mm -hmm. is this is my pizza place you've let a mm -hmm. big bird in here how do you handle that energy you say, um, this seagull is rich. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, and like you're their okay. driver. You know, you open the door because they can't. And then like the seagull pulls out its wallet and like this is- shames the shit out of that out of old man Pizza Tony. So there's yeah. one problem is that the they they won't be able to. You could pull out the seagull's wallet and be like, I carry the seagull's wallet for them. You understand, Trav, that a bird can't pull a wallet out. Of you're them. sounding a lot like old man Pizza Tony Griffin. <laughs> How far do you? How far do you take this? <laughs> like the the bird? Oh no! This isn't my wallet. It's the bird's wallet. You see, I work for the bird, and anytime they talk to your your face, like please, please address the bird. <laughs> please he address really, the bird. It drives him crazy when you talk to me like you're talking to him. Please. You get then you open the door and a, a pelican flies in and you're like this is the bird's best friend and he invited him out for a pizza lunch. You're embarrassing He's also me. Rich. He's also really rich. really rich. They're so fucking rich. The pelican carries his own wallet cuz he's got that big warbly mouth. Uh so uh, what they're going to the seagull's going to pay for them both? No. No. What? No. The pel the pelican will pick up the tab. The seagull paid. Have you ever time. gone to lunch with a friend? What's wrong with you? Come on, dude. This job's for the birds. <laughs> what job? Their job? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. The, yeah, as okay. the bird I love it. Tra- like, translator. God, okay. fucking holy shit, guys. That was my best joke yet. And you guys didn't like it. That was my best <laughs> joke yet. I'm gonna get tweets like, hey, Griffin, great episode. Best joke yet on this one. And you guys didn't even like it. And I thought you were really gonna like it. I thought Do you were gonna laugh really. No, I don't wanna try it again. I just, I thought you were gonna laugh really hard at it and you didn't like it. Could you let in an animal that is a natural enemy of the seagull as a recompense for your misdeeds? Like an octopus? Could you let in an octopus to fight the seagull mm-hmm. and take him out? Oh, but then yeah. what if that what if that octopus's translator is there and it's like, this octopus is rich, and then old man Pizza and Tony has to decide which one to kick out. He's a pacifist. <laughs> he's not gonna, <laughs> he's rich, the sea, this octopus is rich and he hates fighting people. Mm. And this octopus and the seagull actually have uh, like a Romeo and Juliet star-crossed lovers kind of thing going on, and it simply mm. cannot be. I mean, you got a little old lady who swallowed the fly situation, which I... Mm. Here's my problem with the little old lady who swallowed the fly situation. Uh-huh. At some, Light her up. At some point, don't you gotta just kind of stop? Don't you gotta stop? <laughs> like, you swallowed a dog to get the cat, and you gotta be like, I swallowed a dog, I'm done. I'm done. Swallowing the cat <laughs> I'm out really the game. The, the cat was tough. The cat was tough to get down, sort of physically and emotionally and ethically. Um, and then I tr- I tried to do a dog, and I got there. And I think I just got to walk away, because there's not too many. First of all, what am I going to... I'm going to swallow a horse to get the dog, and that doesn't even make sense, because they... The horses don't eat dog. Like, they're not natural predators. You can't... You get. It's like... It is like... I swallowed a dog, and it's in me. Mm-hmm. And I guess that that's it. <laughs> that is yep. the end of it. Is I have swallowed the dog, and the situation is at least contained. I I, I have to more. Me. I have more roads open to me vis a vis a horse. But I just really, really, I really well, think that's a, a bridge too far, even for me. I tell you, the real problem with the little old lady who swallowed a fly story, and this is the reason I'm not buying it. Is whoever the bystander is who's observing this and mm. ruminating that perhaps this old lady will die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hasn't taken the two seconds it would take to explain to this old lady how digestion works. Yeah. You're yeah. Gonna, and the, she, she doesn't need to worry about it. Yeah. The fly's long dead. That, that fly's fly is done. so dead. You're so fine, little old lady. 
But see, this is the problem with today's YouTube culture is that mm. they are filming it for their channels. They're going to put it on the Vine and they're going to put it on their YouTube channels and they're going to get a lot of subscribers. This woman swallowed nine animals. It's great. Please hey, like this is BroFist69. I'm doing the little old lady challenge today. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, here pet- we go. Fly first. Oh. <laughs> I went to a pet store where they don't ask any questions. Let's go. I don't know why she swallowed the fly. I guess for the vine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's me, the old lady. I'm back again. And today I'm swallowing the sickest shit yet. Yeah. Film this. I want to know in case anything happens to me, I leave everything to my great grandmother who's still alive. <laughs> and she's I'm been swallowing her whole life. It's for you, Gam Gam. Today I'm going to swallow the Constitution. Don't <laughs> at me. Today I'm swallowing the Predator to get the human I ate last week. <laughs> but that's it. Because nothing. And then I'm going to get Danny Glover in there. But then that's it. Nothing can. That's the end nothing. of it. Nothing that's left. the end of the whole thing. I've eaten everything that I can do. And then I'm going to start streaming. Hello, <laughs> and then the stream will begin after I consume Danny Glover. <laughs> Maybe Fortnite? I don't know. Today I'm playing Fortnite. <laughs> and I'm all I'm all fucked up on Danny Glover energy. <laughs> I'm really full and I'm fucked up on it. <laughs> it made me feel crazy. <laughs> and I'm getting the best headshots of my life right now. And I have to eat Danny Glover before every stream. I've never played Fortnite, but Danny Glover is quite proficient at it, and he's in there sort of controlling the gizmos and gears like a meat, Dave. How many spoonfuls of Nutella can I steal from the pantry before my roommate notices? The jar's about six inches tall from memory. Can't go measure right now, because he'll see me. <laughs> That's from the Nutella Bandit in North Carolina. I just pic- I picture you like in a closet right now, whispering this into your iPhone to like- Yeah, right. Okay, activate speed recognition. Is there anything better than a fucking food heist, y'all? Is there anything? Because we all, I do this literally every day where I go into the kitchen, uh, maybe maybe me and, and Rachel are playing with Henry and I go in the kitchen and get a glass of water and I think, you know what would be good right now? Also a secret Oreo. And so I just kind of dig yeah. down and I'm like, ooh, where's my, uh, where's the, hey, hey babe, where's the nails? <laughs> <laughs> but I like get them, I get the Oreos instead of the nails. The nails? Yeah. The nails. When I babysat, I babysat for a summer, uh, two summers actually, when I was living in Huntington, and that family always had gushers, and they were the kids' gushers, but I made them mine because of my actions. <laughs> yeah, the, the Smurls at their, their new house that they've lived in for a while, of course, they always had, like, because Riley was just growing up, they always had great kid treats. Oh. Their pantry was you had to go through the guest bathroom to get into the pantry. Oops a daisy. Did you just let me lock the door? I can like I can get rid of fucking fingerprints, y'all. Like it is the perfect <laughs> it is the perfect crime. Are you sure? You wanna Charles leave has been me? in the bathroom for four hours. Yeah he has. He He's scrubbing the place. Sticky, sticky from gushers. I uh when I was a kid, man I've never felt as guilty no that's not true. But this is one of the things I feel very guilty about. I used mm-hmm. to steal mom and dad's Weight Watcher desserts. Oh, me too, oh bud. Ah, uh, sick. 
because I feel guilty because I was like 12 and literally could have eaten straight lard and been fine. Yes. But it was the very idea of mom and dad would bring them home and say, don't eat these. And then I would think sure. like, well, I'm definitely going to do that then. <laughs> I got to. Yeah. And I would I'll always try like em. try to figure out like, okay, well, there's four in a box. They've had one. So this the is, box this is, is already open. So if I take one, maybe mom will think dad did it, and dad will think mom did it. And, and that's this is our, what is and that's why our parents got divorced. It's like, <laughs> oh, that's not funny. This is what is integral about this question, and, and this is this is the this is the key fucking part of a food heist. Is well, you need you need motive and opportunity. The motive is, I mean, a snack down. And the opportunity is however you can get in the kitchen alone. But then there's a math. There's a math to it. There's a Indiana Jones replacing the idol with the bag of sand. Right. You got it. You got it. There has to be a, a stealth aspect of they don't even know it's gone. And that's, this is how they... Is there an amount of Nutella they could there, take that is... There um, are some stages at which you cannot eat the Nutella. Sure. Here, like... The the primary stage is it's closed, it's yeah. sealed. Cash you jar. definitely will notice the difference between unopened Nutella and open Nutella. That's Correct. huge. There is also th- another bite that is completely off limits, and that's that's it. That's a the bottom of it, the mm-hmm. end. Mm-hmm. If you have the last bite and leave an empty Nutella jar in there, that's the biggest difference. I think basically in the world because you've taken the person from like I have Nutella. To I have no Nutella. That's yes. massive. The other thing you can't do though, and you have to be very careful about this. If they've tucked in the jar already, you can't take the person from I have plenty of Nutella. I don't even have to <laughs> yes. think about Nutella for a while. To dang, I'm kind of running low on Nutella. <laughs> yeah, because that they that will they will feel that as well. You cannot make that change. You have to leave them feeling oh, yeah. fat and happy as vis a vis Nutella. Okay, but wait. I have you, a suggestion. You could you could also though. You could leave them if they are already at. Oh, I'm running yes. low on Nutella. You could still have a couple scoop rolls, and yes. they'll still be like, "I'm running." Yeah, I'm, I'm yes, running. I, am. I really need to go to the store. So really it, it can't low. Be, it can't be 100. It can't be 50, or it can't be zero percent. You operate in the in the gray area between those 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 checkpoints. Here's what you do: every time your roommate has some Nutella. And once they leave the room, they leave the kitchen, you go in and you're going to get yourself 10% of however much Nutella they just had, right? Because most likely, now what you, because what you can't do is like, they don't have Nutella for a week and you keep kind of skimming a little bit, they might notice that. But if every time there's just a little bit more missing than when they had it, either that or you need to mix some mud in there to Mm, refill it a little bit back in. And it's once I said that, as, as it used to be when I was a kid, I realized you could have maybe done like peanut butter, and I said mud. But like, where are you gonna get peanut butter? Oh, this is no, this is great, Trav. You, so you tuck a little peanut butter in there with the Nutella, and then you get out a sharpie, and in your very best handwriting, you write "now with peanut butter" on the label, <laughs> and you try to make it look super, super, super <laughs> a fish. And the people come back and be like, uh, "I don't remember. I have a peanut allergy, and I." tucked into this and be like, huh, better go to a hospital. I'll keep an eye on your Nutella. <laughs> I guess you don't really have a peanut allergy then. Yeah, find out what they're allergic to and tuck some of that in there so you can be like, Nutella, now with cucumbers. And you write that on the label and they'll be like, oh shoot, I didn't notice this when I bought it. Oh well, do you want to eat all this? And you say, <laughs> you've already eaten it. Or you if could you carry- go, uh, invite the person from like across the hall over just for like a couple of minutes, and then they're gone. But so's the Nutella. Oh, 
I love the secret ingredient thing. All you need to do in your whole life is always carry with you a tube of toothpaste mm-hmm. and a sticker that says now with more toothpaste. <laughs> and you can you can basically eat anything you want oh. to at any time. You mm-hmm. you just relabel it. You f- squeeze some toothpaste in to cover your tracks mm-hmm. and then you slap that sticker on there. You're done. That's really good. Travis is like Travis's idea was promising of bringing in a ringer. And what I like is you can you can really play it up and be like, this is my old friend Stellan, the sticky chocolate boy. And mm. he was a foreign exchange student, stayed with my family for two years. We love Stellan, and he, almost as much as he loves sticky chocolate. And y'all hang out for a bit, you know, watch the Big Bang Theory or whatever. And then when Stellan leaves, the bottle of Nutella is gone, and it's in your bedroom. Shh, shh, shh. But your roommate's like, what the fuck? You'd be like, oh, I should have told you. That's one thing about Stellan. He'll get that chocolate, man. It's not even a question. Don't okay, worry. No. He won't be over here again. No, we no. won't invite him again. I, okay, uh, do we need another person for this? Or do you just need a very good disguise? Mm. Ooh. Hello. My, Hello. I am Stellan. Stellan. I'm here. Do, do not leave me near a chocolate. It is a warning. And I, then they will. Kitchen inspection. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I'm French. Sticky. Maybe I'm Belgian. It's hard to tell. Do not mind the sticky chocolate on my head. And fingers, and face, and mouth, and cheeks. Au revoir. <laughs> A viento. I mean, that dude didn't cross my front door, but I feel like he stole my Nutella. Yep, he did. Yep, Damn it. He did. God almighty, he's good. Or we just uh, take all these ideas and maybe the simplest <laughs> option is just slap a sticker on there that says, now with less Nutella. <laughs> I mean, the other thing you could do is like, hey, movie night. And they're like, hell yeah. And then you put in uh, uh, the Predators. And then you're sitting there and you're watching it. And you'd be like, hey, do you want to eat some of that Nutella? And they're like, ooh, that's a good idea. And so they'll start eating the Nutella. And be like, hey, let me get a scoop roll. And then all of a sudden, it's not a crime. It's like a friendship activity. But you know it is still a crime. I love that. Hey, uh, y'all mind if we take a brief sojourn to the money zone? I would love that more than anything in the whole world. You know how I like to start my day? Hmm. I slide it all into a pair of me undies. <laughs> Wait, what's all of it? <laughs> All of it, all the goods, and I slide them into like your butt and this. everything. As as you're hearing this, I've had a vasectomy, and boy was I happy to be able to slide and, and on. Boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> <laughs> These micromodal fabrics are the best place to put all of it. They release multiple fun prints each month. Meundies does in matching socks and bralettes. Uh, I like. Hey, the thank one... you, Justin, for specifying that it's not your bits that release fun matching prints. That yeah. means a lot to me. Thank you for. If clarifying. your bits release fun matching prints, please see a doctor as soon as you can. <laughs> Meundies just launched a brand new membership. You can uh, uh, take your top drawer to the next level with new undies every month. It don't take your top drawer to the next level. It's already the highest level it could be. It's your top drawer. <laughs> why, you know do you have no, why do you have no next to top drawer? No, see. <laughs> no, see. You don't uh, get it. Members gain access to exclusive prints and special member pricing on every product MeUndies makes. Get 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and a 100% 
satisfaction guarantee. Just go to MeUndies.com slash MyBrother. That's MeUndies.com slash MyBrother. Um, I want to tell y'all about Bowl and Branch. Please uh, do. Yeah, they make super, super, super comfortable, soft, luxurious, um, loving things. And those things include bedding and blankets. And they are made from 100% pure, the finest organic cotton. Uh, which cotton. means they... Yeah, the... Which means they start out super soft and they get even softer after, after as time goes on. And you're going to get older, but these beddings never will. Wait, no, no. It doesn't on. say that at all, Griffin. It says that. It says they're, they're chrono time locked. Um, <laughs> and that you're going to get older, but they wash these sheets in the Tuck Everlasting Spring. So they're going to be forever, forever young. And they, they have thousands of five-star reviews. Forbes, Wall Street Journal, Fast Company are, are all talking about these everlasting bowl and branch bedding items. And the shipping is free. You can have them. You can try them for 30 nights. If you don't love them, then you send them back for a refund. But you're not going to want to do that because of how f- fucking soft and immortal they are. So to get started, right now our listeners can get $50 off your first shed of, shed of sheets. <laughs> off your first set of sheets. Gosh, he got me with bowlandbranch.com. That's B-O-L-L and branch.com promo code. My brother. All one word. All one word. Go to Bowl and Branch today for 50 bucks off your first set of sheets. B-O-L-L and branch.com promo code. My brother. Bowlandbranch.com promo code. My brother. Uh, I would like to. I got a personal message here and it's for Jet Sam. Rivion Chillstep, Ernest P. Braxton, and Mud. And it's from Felicia Silvertongue. Thank you for ushering me into the world of tabletop gaming and into the McElroy universe. My life has become infinitely better since we joined forces on our first campaign. I'm so glad we could take on Nashville to see the brothers, search for the quintessential meatball, and meet Mayor Kobe Bryant. Stay strong, denim warriors. I need to know how much of this happened in the real world and how much of it is it. What was the Tom Hanks movie where he got like so into his D&D campaign that he like went into a cave and tried to do like spells and shit? Do you Wizard know what I'm talking about? Warrior? Wizards do you know what I'm Warriors? talking about? I'm worried yeah. that this is that because I don't know if Mayor Kobe Bryant is like a major, major, major news item that I missed out on. <laughs> it's possible. Here's or- the thing. The thing that's messed up about maybe my brain and I think collectively all of our brains, all of these jokes, like the quintessential meatball, Mayor Kobe Bryant, Denimore, we could have said these in the Nashville episode. Oh, fuck, yeah. But like, I have no, that's all sent up to the cloud now. I have no idea. That's in the cloud, actually. Um, How about this next uh, Jumbotron, Justin? Uh, Yeah, you know it. Don't even test me. Uh, it is a message for the Islanders, and it's from Jason A.B. And it says, Dear Islanders, ever since joining the group, I have met so many wonderful people. Every day brings joy to my life, and interacting with you all has made me a more confident and better person. Here's to more meetups, selfies, jokes, and friends, and helping each other navigate through life. I can't wait to meet more of you in real space. Is there a chance that this message is for the New York Islanders hockey team? Y'all have really made me feel a part of the team because I am <laughs> on it. And thanks for batting the old puck around. No, I can't wait no, to meet you. No pucking around. I wish I could meet the rest of the team. 
But you won't let me. <laughs> I'm only allowed to me. meet one of you at a time in case it doesn't work out. Um, here's one more gumbo trom. This one is for future Sarah it's from past Sarah who says, happy birthday. You did it. You survived a year in Florida and you're about to move back to Texas where you know you belong. I don't know if you're in Austin or which I believe is Dallas Fort Worth, but what matters is you're back in the Lone Star State with your friends and family. Past you is proud and a little jealous. Okay, a lot jealous. Enjoy that dry heat and barbecue. Um, and uh, it seems like this happened this past summer. Congratulations, Sarah. Welcome back. And uh, we, uh, like we say here in Texas, we left we left a light on for you. Hello, are you looking for a new comedy podcast? In which case, can I draw your attention to the Beef and Dairy Network podcast? It's a fictional industry podcast for the beef and dairy industries. It won Best Comedy at the 2017 British Podcast Awards, and it features wonderful guests such as Greg Davis. To my knowledge, it's the only cow circus that's ever existed in this country. In rural Russia, every small town has a cow circus. Josie Long. You should have a beef. Have a beef with them. I have a beef with you. I will have a beef with you. Come round my house and I'll have a beef with you. And Andy Daly. That virus never existed. There was never any such thing as a mad cow disease. That was all a, a, an illusion that uh, Big Lamb came up with. That's the Beef and Dairy Network podcast. Find us at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts from. And I would recommend starting at episode one. Bye. Do you guys want to uh, Yahoo? Yeah. Yeah. This is kind of a new segment idea that I have. And I want to bounce it off y'all. And if it goes over like a real lead balloon, then I'll put it right back in the toilet. It's uh, sent in by Graham Roebuck. Thank you, Graham. It's from an anonymous Yahoo Answers user, but I'm going to call him um, uh, uh, Sturm asks, Will the Marine Corps check my tattoo in detail? Hmm? Long story short, I have this tattoo that I don't like. It's not going to be offensive by military standards, but it is, how should I say this, a little embarrassing. I once went to the place to get a tat on my back. I picked out a real beauty, an American eagle, really awesome. Anyhow, I get it done, and I see it in the mirror afterwards. I notice there are some words in the circle surrounding the eagle. The words are small, and I can't make it out because the mirror makes everything look reversed. The artist guy says it reads, All American Spirit. Okay, cool. I didn't ask for lettering, but it's a nice bonus. Three weeks later, I'm playing basketball with a bunch of guys. It's four on four at the park court. We do shirts and skins. I am a skin. So this guy reads my tattoos. We're taking a break. He really busts out laughing. Can't figure out why he's laughing at an eagle. My friend comes over and starts laughing too. I say, what is so funny? They tell me what the tattoo says. Turns out it doesn't say all American spirit. It actually says, I love to masturbate. Can you believe it? Update. So I go home. I still can't believe my uncle is there, so I ask him to read it. He confirms that it says, I love to masturbate. I still think it is some type of joke, so I ask my sister. She says the same thing. Update two. I look in the mirror with a big magnifier. <laughs> sure enough, they are right. The guy, sure enough, they are right. The guy really printed those words on my back. Update three. Later, my uncle says, wait a minute. Did you go to Ed's to have that done? It's not. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you go to Ed's to have that done? I say, yeah, so what? My uncle tells me about the run he had with Ed a few months ago. Ed told my uncle that he would get him back one way or another. 
Update four, Ed said, I don't know how, but I will get you or your nephew or one of your relatives. Hmm. <laughs> my uncle confirms that Ed fucked me over because of my uncle's dispute. Update five, so my uncle and me go down to Ed's tattoo parlor. There is a sign on the door that reads, permanently closed, filed for bankruptcy. We later learned that Ed had a criminal warrant and fled to Mexico. Update six, so my question, will the Marines let me in with such a tattoo? <sighs> so I figured this could be like a new fun, like fiction corner, just to see like the sort of fun slice of life, Gene ass shepherd stories that the uh, the Yahoo Answer Service can produce for us. Because this one is so rich, put it right in the Reader's Digest. I don't know if you can say masturbate in the Reader's Digest. Um, so maybe we'll have to like switch that word out. And I think they say fuck in here somewhere. But I read this and I, I obviously it's not true, but gosh, it was a, such a gut buster. Yeah. And what a journey. And it takes you on a journey. Um, I did not see it coming. I did not see it coming that Ed would be a criminal who fled to Mexico. But I really feel like that was a necessary component that really tied everything together. Yeah, and I think it's amazing that both fled to Mexico and filed for bankruptcy. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even need both, if you think about it. That could have been the end of the story either way. But I think that that's a detail that really... I... I don't think that's how updates work. That's no. one thing I will definitely say that that's not how it's not it's not chapter headings. <laughs> like, right. Um I know this is an outline for a book that this person's writing. Okay. Yeah. Are there people responding to it who are kind of saying like Yeah, that's um, lying? Yeah, Mercury says it sounds like a made up story. Okay. Does um, it? Gunji says nice story. Now prove it. You don't want them to prove it, because that means they have to go get a tattoo that says, I love to masturbate. Um, oh, no, and, they challenged me. Well, yeah, I guess um, I made my bed. And then Edwina says, and you believe your basketball buddies? Find somebody to look at your back and tell you what it says. Eventually, update. you'll hear repeating answers. Um, and That's then, where uh, update two came in. Yeah, common sense says current guidelines are more liberal. You should be fine if it's not on your hands, face, or forearms. <laughs> I think so it'll the, be fine. Nothing the to Marines, worry about. The Marines are like, yeah, we actually like that too. That too a lot. It's a good tattoo because it's not on your face or forearms. No one got to see that. You got a backpack on. I'm getting married in a little over a month, and I recently made the grave mistake of mentioning to my soon-to-be father-in-law that I was kind of a magic nerd when I was a kid, and that I often said I wanted to be a magician when I grew up. He said that I should put on a magic show for his birthday in a couple of months. Oh, oh yes! no! And thinking that he was obviously joking, I said, yeah, sure. Brothers, he was not joking. He kept bringing up how excited he is for this magic show. Out of pure social awkwardness, I kept going along with it. It's important to note, I have no idea how to do magic. What do I do? That's from whatever the opposite of a prestige is in Pittsburgh. I want to get a mason jar and collect the air I'm breathing right now. So I can, I just want to remember everything about this moment because it's so good to me. Oh, you fucked up so bad. Oh my goodness. Unbelievably bad. Unbelievably bad. You can't let in-laws know about any interest you have because that will become (laughs) in their, in their mind, the only interest you have you You at the very least like the best case scenario is you are setting yourself up to receive magic kits every christmas for the rest of your natural life now that i say that out loud that sounds pretty good (laughs) extremely (laughs) good actually doesn't sound that bad i would lock myself in a box as part of the trick and then inside there i've got an itty bitty book light and a novel and Mm. i just stay in there until everyone goes away (laughs) 
I catch up on your Bible. <laughs> Where it says you're not allowed to do magic. What if that was your thing? Is like I used to be way into magic, but now oh. I'm just super fundamentalist. Only, Sorry, like, Dad. Uh, yeah, su suffer not a witch. Sorry, my dude. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's in the book. The good one, I say. <laughs> uh, you have fucked up so incredibly badly <laughs> that I don't think that we can help. What if you just did it? Yeah, just do it and rock their fucking socks off. What if you like cut the dad in half? Really? <laughs> God, that's Wait. so bad. Can you even imagine? No, how don't bad that murder. Would be? No, don't murder. It would um, be for magic. It would I, be for magic. How many times do you think people have tried that defense in court? Of like, you cut this person in half. Like, yeah, but I was trying to do a trick and it went really badly. Like, it's not my fault. Yeah, it's not my perfect. fault that I'm bad at magic. They moved. I um I uh I want to let you guys know that I just found the website for sfcm.org. That's fcm.org, the Fellowship of Christian Magicians. Uh -huh. So they're going to call you on it. If they go poking around at all, they are almost mm -hmm. certainly going to as I found the very first result being the Fellowship of Christian Magicians. The their 2019 convention is coming up Ooh. uh pretty soon, so make sure you do well, Check next year, out. right? They're not doing it this year, are they? Because that would be a pretty cool trick. Guys, I just want to tell you all, I'm not going to read it all because I'm sure it's actually pretty fascinating. There is at least 1,500 words screed about whether or not it's okay to do magic. So make sure you do Ooh. check that out. Oh, God, okay. I just got itchy, Justin. I got I itchy know. with the urge I need to read this. Please. I know, I know. Uh, okay. Can we take a break from the show or what's up? While you read it, Griffin, I've got a solution to this problem, how you get out of it. You're also going to drop on your future father-in-law that when you were a kid, you also were really into prosthetic makeup. Like mm. you just love stage makeup. And then you're gonna hire a member of the Fellowship of Christian Magicians that you kind of look like and show up and they're gonna do the show and then you're gonna like pull off your prosthetic makeup. Once the show's done, you do the bit, you know, oh, it's you. And then you're like, that was me, I did the show and I did it so good, I could never do it again. Please don't ever ask. The Sorry, Jeff, I, was, I was not listening and you had to know that. I was reading this <laughs> constitution, my friend. Because okay. it's, it's, it's genuinely interesting. What Travis said, I'm sure, was the right answer. That is almost certainly helpful. Probably. What, how many tricks does a magic show make? I mean, if you have one really good one, I think yeah. you're safe. No. Sorry, okay. no. If you do one magic trick, that is a trick that could happen impromptu. If someone asks you to prepare a show, I think you need a type five. I think you need a type five to be able to call it a show with a straight face gotta be a good five um what is a magic show though mm. because Ooh. yeah so like because everybody has different ideas of it some people do cards some people do the rings thing and some people just hold their breath on oprah for 20 minutes and so you could <laughs> you could do maybe that you could say like okay here's the trick and you turn on the tv and then oprah is back which is a trick in and of itself and then you walk on to, and she's like, "We, this show's all about people holding their breath a very long time now. Um, and then, so you go in the big tank and you try to do it, but you're not, you don't, here's the thing, you don't have to do it. Cause you can be like, oh no, I ate a, a big hoagie right before I came here, Oprah. 
so I got the cramps. Can't do it. But I tried, Dad. I love you. Maybe you let someone punch you in the stomach like Houdini. Mm. I can good. withstand it, not die like him. So now I'm the better magician. <laughs> yeah, right? Let's or maybe, oh, just eat that big Subway sandwich right in front of him. What do you think, Dad? I'm gonna do the whole thing, Daddy. I love you. Can I call you Daddy, by the way? Um, maybe you do a special show with the lights off. Oh, erotic magic, hero magic. I do erotic magic, and it's sensory magic. Okay, so uh, it's not gonna be able to be seen with the naked eye, so all the lights will be off, and it's gonna have the magic will happen. All around you in the in the you don't need to see magic. You can smell magic. You can taste magic. Oh my you god! Can, and as you're saying all this stuff, you're slowly making your way towards the door, and <clears throat> and by the time that and you put a chair <laughs> underneath the door on the outside. Yeah, you cast of Amontillado, your dad, your new dad, <laughs> <laughs> and and let me say this: all of his friends. <laughs> you just and they'll your dad is probably going to eat his friends at some point unless oh, they eat definitely. him first. And that's kind and then and then and then after 2 weeks you go and you remove the door and you open it and their skeletons <laughs> fall out and you say ta-da. So you think after 2 weeks <laughs> your future father-in-law will not only have resorted to cannibalism but, but eaten everyone else in the room <laughs> clean <laughs> to the bone. <laughs> And your 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 future partner is gonna be like, what the heck? And you'd be like, no, it's like that fucking, it's like the social magic. Ta-da. You know what I mean? Because your dad I... was a clearly only a hair's breadth away from cannibalism. You don't understand. I'm on that Darren Brown shit. It's social magic. I made your dad eat all his friends. <laughs> With the, power the suggestion, with the power of suggestion and hunger, I made your dad turn all his friend into skeletons. I'm like Darren Brown. <laughs> there was another door he could have walked out at any time, and yet he didn't. Why? The window's he, open. He wanted to eat his friends. The window's open. They could see everything. Hello, I'm Darren Brown. Today, on my new Netflix special, I have a theory about people I'd like to prove. We all want to eat all our friends and turn them into bones. <laughs> To accomplish this, I'm going to lock my father-in-law in a, in a closet for three minutes. Oh, my God. Like like a, a pack of piranhas. He has boned his friend. Oops. <laughs> Little magician joke. I'm Darren Brown. Hey, push that guy off that cliff. <laughs> I can do anything. <laughs> no, no jury in the world. This is my wife, Plumeria. I love her very much. And she loves her dad. And you're going to love her dad. As you watch him eat all his good friends. Why am I doing this? I don't know. Someone, please help me. I'm just topping myself over and over again. I don't know why I pretended to be a magician to my dad in turn. That's right. This is all for his benefit. Let's wrap it right up. Folks, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Kind of a weird one. Poor Travis has been home for about 24 hours. Uh Uh-huh. And then he's going to get back on a plane and go over to... London. So expect a lot of really good accents coming up. Oh yeah! Before too long. All right. So everybody, real quick, uh, some plugs. We just launched a bunch of new stuff on MacroyMerch.com, including uh, a Schmanner's T-shirt and a Schmanner's pin set. But, and I say this as one half of Schmanner's. Even more importantly, 
we launched our generic podcast merch line, which is like the silliest and my new it's, favorite thing. We've had and, it. I've had the idea for a long time, and it's finally happening. Uh, and it's, you can get a, a mug that says, don't talk to me before I've had my podcast. You can get a poster that says a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single podcast. And you probably should get all these things. There's a beer koozie that says podcaster on it <laughs> with like three frogs saying it. It's pretty great. Um, and uh, the, our proceeds for that are going to an organization in our hometown of Huntington, West Virginia, who is working to help combat opiate addiction. Um, so it's it's for a good cause, and it's fun and dumb. So you can go to macroymerch.com. Um, I'm doing another cuss show here in Cincinnati, bit.ly, cuss September 2018. Uh, that's September 23rd. Get your tickets now. Um, I'm also doing a show at New York Comic Con with Janet Varney and Jean Grey and Miles Luna and uh, Samus the Rapper and Patrick Rothfuss and uh, the Double Clicks, Paul and Storm, Jonathan Colton. It's an amazing lineup. Um, and Schmanners is going to be there as well. You can get tickets for that at bit.ly slash McElroy NYC. There's also a NYC NYCC. Thank you. McElroy NYCC. Um, there's also a Taz panel at New York Comic Con in which we'll be previewing uh, book two of the Taz graphic novel. Uh, you can get tickets for that at bit.ly slash Taz NYCC. Uh, also, go get the Sawbones book. Uh, it's a great book. We got hooked up with some early copies of it, and I was jo- enjoying it very much on the flight home. Um, and there's some, there's juice, there's some gnar shit in there, bud. Oh, thanks, bud. I'm glad you like it. It's pretty we gnarly. We had to write all of it. Gnar. There's a um, huge picture of a dick on page two. It's I don't know so awesome. Yeah, it's cool good. to flip that open on an airplane. But uh, where can people pre-order the Sawbones book? Bit.ly forward slash the Sawbones book. Um, and Travis has a new show out called Positivity that comes out several times a week. Yes, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It's messages of hope, joy, and inspiration in 10 minutes or less with me and my friends Amy Dallin and Erica Ishii. It's just a little positive thing and... You can find it on all your different podcatchers. Positivity. Um, thanks to John Roderick and the Long Winters for these for our theme song. It's a departure off the album, putting the days to bed. It's a very good album that you should just have. Thanks to Maximum Fun for having us on the network. Go to maximumfun.org. Check out all the great shows there. Shows like Stop Podcasting Yourself and the Beef and Dairy Network and Switchblade Sisters and so many more on maximumfun.org. And we have other shows that you can find at McElroyShows.com. Uh, how about that final? Yes. Yes. Final Yahoo is sent in by Nick Burns. Thanks, Nick. It's a Yahoo Answers user who has chosen to remain uh, anonymous. So I'm going to call them Beverly. Asks. My dog doesn't want to go on walks with me anymore because of the owls. Does the dog know? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Hello, listeners of Maximum Fun. I want to tell you about our newest podcast that tells you all about the truth of the flat earth. Have you been looking out over the horizon and you've been thinking, wait a minute, this doesn't look round. I've been lied to my whole life. What is NASA doing with $52 million million a a day? day? Uh, uh, come on. We explode the myths. 
Just kidding. We're Ono, Ross, and Carrie, and we investigate extraordinary claims. That's right. We investigate extraordinary claims firsthand. We go undercover in fringe groups. We get alternative medicine treatments. And we hang out with people who have unusual beliefs, like flat earthers, 9-11 truthers. We do ghost investigations. We've joined Scientology. And we got baptized in the Mormon church. If it goes bump in the night, then so do we. <laughs> Hmm. Why don't you check out Ono, Ross, and Carrie at MaximumFun.org?